These are the six practices that will save you from missing out on the life that you deserve to live only because you'd be missing out on the person that you deserve to become. That's how Elrod and this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today as we close out this week's episodes with a returning speaker here to share the best way you can start your morning and live your best life. Here's how Elrod. Enjoy. I had gone from scared and depressed, losing my house, losing my money. It didn't take two months. It was a matter of days of doing this, this morning practice. I felt in, I was re-energized. I was refocused. I was inspired. I was reminded of all the things I knew about peace and acceptance and all of that. I was the best I had ever been in a matter of days. And after those two months went by and I had doubled my income, I went to my wife. I said, sweetheart, fiance at the time, I said, sweetheart, this morning routine, it's like a freaking miracle. Like we've doubled our income. I'm training, I'm running. Like I ran six miles yesterday. I haven't run six miles in the last 25 years of my life. Like this is crazy. And I'm, I feel great. And she was so happy to see me just back to my optimistic, happy self. I go, it feels like a miracle. She goes, it's your miracle morning. I go, yeah, I love that. It's my miracle morning. I wrote it down. It wasn't going to be a, more, a, a book. It's my miracle morning. And I started sharing with my coaching clients and the rest is history, as they say. Uh, but here's the six practices. If you want to take these down, the first, these are the savers, the six, and this is my wife's brilliant idea for an acronym to remember the six practices. And it really, by the way, is the best acronym because I really do believe these are the six practices that will save you from missing out on the life that you deserve to live only because you'd be missing out on the person that you deserve to become the best version of yourself. So they really are the savers. These are the six practices that will save you from missing out on what you really want. The first is silence. That's your meditation or your prayer time. There are 1400 scientific studies that prove the mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual benefits of meditation. There's an article you can find called Fortune 500 CEOs who swear by meditation. It's not just a woo-woo practice. It's about optimizing your physical and your mental just as much as your spiritual. The A is for affirmations. Now, affirmations have a bad rap from the way they've been taught over the years. There's a problem. The reason affirmations have failed you if you've applied them the way they've been taught by a lot of self-help gurus over the last you know, few decades Number one, you're taught to lie to yourself. Just say, I am statements. Anything that follows I am is the most powerful right, like language you can use. And that may be true, but if you're broke and you're like, I am a millionaire. You're, you're smart enough, you're subconscious, like, Dude, no, you're not. 
right? You're like, no, no, I am a millionaire. It's like, you're not even a thousandaire. What, what are you talking about? You're like, shut up, I'm doing my affirmations, right? So lying to yourself is never the optimum strategy. And the second problem is we're taught to use this passive flowery language that makes us feel better in the moment, but has counterproductive results. See, maybe you've heard this affirmation, some version of it. I am a money magnet. Money flows to me effortlessly and in abundance, right? No, that's not how money works, right? You got to get on the phone. You got to work. You got to schedule, right? Like money doesn't flow to us effortlessly, right? So those two strategies are the problem with affirmations. And this one you want to take a picture of. We probably don't have enough time to write everyone down, but four steps create affirmations that actually produce results because I'm, yeah, we want to feel good but we also want results. So I want affirmations that don't just make us feel good for a few moments while we read them, but actually produce measurable results. If I'm affirming something around finances, I wanna see those consistent affirmations produce results in my income and in my bank account. Not just that I feel good because I think money's gonna magically fly in by a ferry and right? So number one, don't affirm what you want, affirm what you're committed to. Number two, affirm why it's deeply meaningful to you. I wanna create financial freedom to provide that for my family because they're counting on me and I and they deserve nothing less, right? That why, as Simon Sinek has so powerfully taught, that why is what gets us to do whatever it takes to make that the what a reality. The third is which actions will ensure your success? So get specific, right? Here's what I'm committed to, here's why, and here's exactly what I'm going to do. Like, this is what I must do. And if I do these things, it's inevitable, I'll get there. And then number four is when. When are you committed to take the actions, do the things that will virtually guarantee your success? Now your affirmations get legs. Now they're rooted in, not in fantasy, not in falsity, but in reality. And you're programming your mind every day to increase your commitment to do whatever it takes to take you where you wanna go. The V is for visualization. And the, the reason that visualization, the way it's been taught can be counterproductive is because if all you do is create a vision board or just visualize the ideal outcome, like crossing the finish line of the marathon or having all this money or the house or whatever, if all you do is visualize the ideal outcome, you trick your brain into thinking that it's as good as done, which is not the case. You, it's, you need to have that healthy drive to make it happen. But if you see it over and over and over and over and over and you just see the outcome, you go, man, I believe it. I'm gonna go back to bed because <laughs> I'm just gonna go fall asleep and I can't wait to wake up and that vision is gonna be my reality. No, here's two ways to visualize yourself to get, make it effective. Number one, visualize your ideal outcome. Yeah, because you do wanna see it so you can believe it. But more importantly, visualize yourself engaged in the activity that will produce the outcome. So for me, when I was training for the marathon, I hated running, I still hate running. So every day I visualize crossing the finish line of the marathon. So I go, yeah, okay, I see it. I believe it. I get excited about it. But the most important part of the visualization process was then seeing myself, I would always see the alarm go off on my phone at 7 a.m. Because I wanted to anchor in that time that I was committed to run. I'd see myself walk into my bedroom. I'd literally visualize this little movie, put on my running clothes, head out the front door, and as soon as I opened the front door, I'd see, I'd see a smile on my face while I'd visualize and I'd actually smile and I'd feel positive emotions to do something that I naturally hated. And then guess what happened at 7 a.m. when the alarm went off? This is why visualization works when you do it this way. 
Alarm went off. My mind was pro, I didn't even think about it. I set the foot, I got up, went in my closet, put on my running shoes, headed out the front door. As soon as I opened the front door, what do you think happened? I smiled and I felt those positive emotions. And after a few days of doing that, maybe a week, guess what? I didn't hate anymore. I didn't hate running anymore. That's the power of visualization done like this. But if all I did was visualize crossing the finish line, none of that would have happened. I would have hated it and fought tooth and nail and felt like I have to do this. I have to run so I can cross that finish line, but I hate running. You can apply this to making calls. You can apply it to engaging with your spouse, anything, anything. The E is for exercise. And I'm not saying you gotta go to the gym in the morning. I'm just saying you gotta do, you know, five minutes of, of jumping jacks, push-ups, just something, get the blood flowing, right? Do a little walk, whatever. I actually, there's an app on the phone. If you don't have it, seven minute workout. Me and my son did it this morning in the hotel room. It's amazing. It's great. Seven minute workout. It's a full body workout in seven minutes. You can do all these different routines for different parts of the body. Phenomenal. The R is for reading. I'm not talking about like Harry Potter or 50 Shades of Grey, right? But I believe we're all one book away from you know, learning what we need to learn to change any area of our life, right? It's true for your marriage. It's true for your health. It's true for any book, right? Or any area of life. We're one book away. And the last, the last S in savers is for scribing, which is a fancy word for journaling, but the J did not fit the acronym. And here's two really simple steps to simple but transformative scribing. And then we're going to wrap this up with a 30-day challenge. Number one, Scribe one to three things you're grateful for. And number two, scribe one to three top priorities for the day. That's it. Keep it super simple. I use a journal, an app on my phone called Five Minute Journal. And that's where these prompts actually came from. And every day it's super simple. Just what are one to three things I'm grateful for? Make myself feel good. Remind myself that I already have what I need to be happy and feel good. I got life. That's all I need. One of my favorite mentors, Robert Kiyosaki, who I've learned a lot from, He's read The Miracle Morning at least three times. Last time I talked to him, he shares it in almost every speech and interview he does around the world. When he discovered the book, I actually gave it to him at an event. I saw him. I thought he would never read it. A few weeks later, his assistant reached out and said, Robert's read your book multiple times. He does it every day. The Miracle Morning's changed his life. And I was blown away. that This mentor of mine, whose book changed my life, right? It had changed his life. So The Miracle Morning has been magical in my life. He says, if you want to maximize every day of your life, do The Miracle morning. And here we go to close this out, the 30-day challenge. It's very simple. You can do more than this, but I like to keep it simple because science, studies, research has proven the more you try to change it once, the more we try to change it once, the more likely we are to fall back into our old routines, the more likely we are to fail. In other words, if you lean into change, as Mark Victor Hansen says, instead of try to leap into change, you're more likely to get it done and stick with it. So wake up 30 minutes earlier. You can do an hour if you want. Most people do an hour eventually, but start with 30 minutes. You can do all the savers if you want, but start with one. If you haven't read The Miracle Morning, by the way, that's what people usually do. They wake up 30 minutes earlier to start getting that habit in place. And then they read the book. And when they get to the S in savers, they, they, they integrate that and they do the R and the S. When they get to, get to the A in the book, right? And they just keep adding on stacking until within a week, They've got all six practices. And then join the Miracle Morning community, which is a, a community on Facebook. It's free. It's 235,000 members from over 100 countries that wake up every day and support each other. 
And I want to leave you with this. I believe the greatest gift that we can give to those that we love and those that we lead is a selfish gift. It begins selfishly. It's about fulfilling our own potential, dedicating time each day to becoming the person that we need to be to create everything that we want for our life. Because only then do we have the knowledge and the ability and the mindset to pay it forward and to help those we love and to help those we lead do the same. This is a picture of me a couple of years ago. That's my wife, Ursula, my daughter, Sophie, and my son, Halston, going through the most difficult time in my life, but I still woke up every day. I did the miracle morning so that I could become the person that I needed to be to create what I wanted for my life. And there's nothing I want more for my life than to help these people create the life that they want. So it's my hope that I've inspired you to wake up a little bit earlier, focus time on yourself, on optimizing your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being so that you can become the person that you need to be to create everything you want for your life so that you can then help those you love and those you lead do the same because both you and they deserve nothing less. Big thanks to Hal Elrod for stopping by. His website is howelrod.com. His IG is how underscore Elrod. And his most popular book, one that I have read twice and highly recommend that you pick up as well, is entitled The Miracle Morning, The Not-So-Obvious Secret Guarantee to Transform Your Life Before 8 a.m. And all that I mentioned, along with a link to the entire talk, will be in the show description. And if you'd like to hear another talk from how you can go back and check out episode 264. That's the last time that he was featured on the show. So you can go check that one out. And when you get a chance, don't forget to follow the show, share it or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. As always, I greatly, greatly appreciate you taking the time out to do that. And that is a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and I'll see you back here Monday. So, until then, stay strong. Later.